Hello, welcome to Healthish, your almost daily podcast from Body and Soul. I'm your host, Felicity Harley. Chances are, if you download this episode, you may have succumbed to COVID. Well, I hope you've recovered and are feeling healthy-ish. Well, considering so many of us have had it, I wanted to give you all the expert info on how to, when to, or not to, work out after the virus. Today, via Zoom, of course, I'm chatting with Adala Bolto. She's a PT and the woman behind the successful women's only franchise, Zadi. She's going to talk us through it. Now, make sure you catch her on Extra Healthy-ish, where she answers more of your questions about working out after COVID. Search for that one wherever you get your podcasts. Adala, welcome back to Healthish and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Felicity. Nice to have you on. Now, we're talking about COVID and, well, returning to fitness after COVID. And I know that you've had a personal experience, but granted, everyone's everyone's experience with COVID is different, but a general rule of thumb, can you exercise? Let's talk about if you have COVID, be it around the home, mind you. Yeah, well, going back to your point, if it's a general rule of thumb, COVID, um, of course, it's got its own unique, um, you know, ways as a virus of how it affects our bodies. It's still a virus and we're carrying it and our body's under a lot of stress, trying to fight it and recover. So we treat it the same with the same logic. Um, you don't exercise is also stress on the body. So the reason I brought that up is if you're already under stress and your body's trying to recover and you're then adding more stress to the body, you're, you're just probably could be prolonging it or just slowing down your um, rest. So just be realistic, give your body the rest it deserves and focus on eating healthy, staying healthy. Obviously move around the house uh, as much as possible. Don't go the other direction where you just completely give into it uh, and find that happy medium. Uh, when you start to feel better, do test yourself and see what you can do, but certainly shouldn't be top of mind. Yeah, I think it's the one time you can give yourself permission to not do anything, right? Yeah, just like, um, you know, eat healthy, rest, drink lots of water, stretch. It's good to stretch um, because when we're not being uh, focused more on mobility and well-being and feeling uh, good rather than fitness goals and how much, you know, um, because your body is is not that, we're not that fragile. We are going to be able to get back on and get a much better outcome by having that rest so that we can come back and train properly. But like, you know, you just leave yourself alone for that time and just rest. And then when you start to feel better, little incremental kind of um, movements um, and then keep it to what you feel like your body's responding positive, positively to. Actually, I think your point of stretching is good. I mean, I know some people can't even get off the bed, so it depends how you're experiencing COVID, but stretching is a great idea. Give us some tips on how we can ease back into training. Uh, there, there will be a period, like you said, where it's affecting everybody differently. From my personal experience, I was in bed for days. Um, it was I was sleeping for 16 hours sometimes. Wow straight 16 hours which is unheard of I still I mean I always see the positive I woke up glowing like my skin looked amazing <laughs> I've had so much sleep in one like in my life so you know the body's repairing and, and it's um, healing itself uh, but when I'm easing myself back into it I kind of just it happens naturally your intuition tells you oh I felt fine when I had the shower today I didn't feel like I want to sleep so then um just literally listen to your body and uh ease into it based on how you're feeling anything that feels like you're having to add extra effort in or you're forcing yourself 
or the, I used to like to use a scale on the comfort scale. If it's like over a six out of 10, you're probably pushing yourself. So just use that scale, keep it to a six out of 10 effort. If you have to put in more effort than a six, you're probably going a bit too hard. And tell um, us about your, I mean, you just, we before we got on the podcast, we talked about how you just went for a walk and you got halfway through and you thought, oh, I can't do this. So this is a great example of kind of listening to your body and knowing when you're pushing yourself too far and how to bow out. I went on this walk that I do very regularly and I usually power through and I'm not an annoying person that tries to overtake everybody um, on the path. And I could feel like I was dragging my feet, but then I could see how many people were overtaking me as well. Uh, but halfway through I did, and that's four weeks after having COVID, um, I felt like I couldn't finish the walk. Um, my body felt heavy. I didn't. I don't feel like I'm getting as much oxygen as I need. So it's still having some lasting effects on me personally. So um, I took a rest. I sat on a rock, enjoyed the view, and I walked back very slowly. Like going home was much slower than going there. But I'm okay with that. Like I'm aware of what's happened to my body. I'm grateful that I was able to recover and still be mobile and functional. But I know I can't I, at the moment. Right now, I can't do what I was doing, um, but I'm gradually getting better and better and better. So, yeah, still feeling fine with it, but, you know, it's a little setback. <laughs> so how do you tell if you're not ready? I mean, is it just it, it, what I'm hearing is that it's basically how you're feeling. You really have to tune into how you're feeling. What about if you do push yourself? Your body will tell you. I have done that too. I got back to the, like this is week four. I'm going home after a walk because I'm now being sensible. But two weeks after having COVID, I hit the gym like you know, I wanted to get back into it. I picked the strength classes because I noticed, oh, my God, my muscle tones, you know, changed. <laughs> yeah, so I was literally focusing on aesthetics, not like how I'm feeling. But I did feel strong enough and I did do a couple of sessions and I got through them. But unfortunately, normally when I push myself, I can recover quickly. What I struggled with, and I'm, I'm hearing a lot of uh, members at the gym and a lot of colleagues, uh, it's the recovery that we're noticing is taking longer. A workout that would take me, you know, a few hours to recover from, three days later, I'm still feeling like absolutely um, fatigued from my muscles are more sore than they were before. Uh, so now I recognize from experience, okay, the recovery is taking longer. So the intensity of my workout was too much. And um, the advice I've been giving people is just because you're feeling okay in the moment, it may not mean you're going to recover as well. So just ease into it as a precaution and give yourself some time. Yeah, and I guess, good tips. You know, I, I had to learn from experience. I, I did get that advice and I still didn't follow it. I came back to the gym and I worked really hard. Uh, so I was feeling so tired for days and days. So now I'm telling people, look, I did it and this is what happened. So maybe just get gradually increased. Don't go straight into your regular weights. Three ways to do it is reduce the weights you're using, reduce the time that you're training, uh, rest in between more, and maybe give yourself more days off in between. Just some sensible things to to guarantee that you're easing yourself back into it. Yeah, great tips. And and good to hear you're feeling better and you're, you know, slowly building up even after four weeks. Yeah, and it could be so many things, you know, age, I'd been travelling, um, so many things. Uh, my daughter's 18. She's recovered very well. Um, she didn't have anywhere near as many, like, you know, days in bed like I did. But she has actually the after effect that she's feeling is very similar to mine where she's feeling like everything's just that extra bit harder uh, when it comes to physical activity. So, yeah, we just need to, um, I guess it's helping us shift our focus back on the, you know, feeling well, feeling healthy and being realistic and not being too hard on ourselves. 
um, it's it's actually that's the benefit of something that you can't control. You learn to adapt. Yeah, and don't be too hard on yourself. Adala, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, it is the same old advice. Listen to your body, but really listen to your body. Take it easy. Rest, recover, look after yourself and know your fitness levels will get back. If you want more from us at Body and Soul, make sure you log on to bodyandsoul.com.au or actually, have you watched our TV It is up now on YouTube. Just search for Body and Soul TV. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook or pick up the print edition, which is out every Sunday in your local paper. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. 